0: Coming up on TMS, I don't like naked trapeze. Two smoking barrels and a monkey. One out of 12. We have a Snorlax in progress at 5th and Main. Who
1: killed Arnold Palmer? taco bell fever dreams mark rober the McGrooper we need
0: always the french
1: goo runs uphill goo runs downhill
0: i'm not going there for tube steak hey it's my white sister what was that question about focus again cockney rhyming deficit disorder rogue pit sweat read this with amy street ritalin and more with wendy and more on this episode of the morning stream <laughs> does your tape collection look like this then you need a K-Tel tape selector with special attachments, it fits conveniently in your car. Stores all your tapes neatly. Ready for easy selection. Tilt the first tape forward. The others follow automatically. Take your selection when it appears. When replacing tapes, Tape Selector automatically finds the proper place. In your home or in your car, protect your valuable tapes with Tape Selector. Four ninety nine dollars 99
2: from KTEL. <laughs> the Morning Street
0: The Morning Stream. We wish you were here.
3: Morning
0: stream, morning stream, morning stream, morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show that has trouble organizing its tapes as well. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ebbett. Hi, Brian. How are you?
1: Hi, Scott. Hold on. I'm writing to my calendar. Okay, uh, January thirteenth. Seventies uh, style version of opening theme. Okay, good. All right, good. I'm 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 good. Uh, before you know it i'll freak you out and go you'll be like what oh what? yeah what is that i don't know what that is oh, that one too yeah. yeah
0: i haven't played the bow in a long time i don't even know where that is i don't even have it out but uh yeah we're uh, we're back it's tms it's uh, january 13th it's uh the year is 2022 and we're here uh you know just just barreling <laughs> into the month just making it work
1: yeah i mean you know we're, we're almost halfway through january and and uh yeah All right, I'll I'll jump on the I'm in disbelief bandwagon about how quickly this month is already going. But you know, it time goes the same speed all the time. There's no there's no switch that makes it go faster or slower, whatever.
0: Yeah. But uh Goo goo runs uphill, goo runs downhill. I don't know what that means, but it feels like it fits. Uh time is an unstoppable force and here we are being forced by it forward. Uh, it's good to be back, everybody. It is, uh, your, you know, your normal Thursday business. My sister will be here later. We got stuff from her. got some stuff with Amy coming up. Fun stuff. But before we do anything, dream time. You ready for this? Get the cards. Get the cards. Dream time. Well, I looked in the cards. There's nothing in there even close to this. So yesterday, and you're in it. This is why this is great. You're in my dream. Oh,
1: God. All right.
0: I took a very short 20-minute nap because I slept so bad the night before that I just was like, I need to lay down for a minute. So I, I I hopped on the couch, bought one of the dogs with me, curled up, beautiful 20 minutes, set an alarm, like, wake me in 20, boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good, good. I wake up you in were, 20, you, yeah. and, and I have the following memory of the following dream. <laughs> Brian was in the dream, and here's how it went. We were in like a three-ring circus sort of setup. Okay. Except it didn't feel like a tent; it felt like a giant warehouse with huge ceilings, um, mm. more like a um, uh, like a like a Cirque du Soleil kind of show. Yeah, but but the space was like a hangar almost, like something they'd use okay. on MythBusters to do a test in there or something like that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Just really right. like, like a place you hangar kind of. Thing. Yeah, a place where you'd keep like a big jumbo jet or something like that. Yeah. Um, and there's a trapeze thing, you know, which is like swinging back and forth. And the only person on that trapeze the entire time this is going on is Brian Ibbett, and he is naked on the trapeze swinging. All right. <laughs> so you're up there just going, wee, and you're not saying anything. You're just okay. swinging back and forth, completely butt naked. You got this look on your face. Like Brian's got a happy, resting face where he's just chilling. He right doesn't, you just have a, you know, hey, there's a guy that looks like he's having a good time kind of face. That's the face you've got on. All right, okay. just swinging. So
1: so really, I mean, just a calm face while I'm swinging on a trapeze naked. Like I'm not, I'm not, uh, it's not my, not my uh, struggling face or my thinking about grabbing the next trapeze face. It's like. No, it's just, hey, right. I'm up here. I'm swinging.
0: So that was number number one weird thing. Number two, I'm down at the <laughs> bottom. I,
1: by the way, was I doing this over an open cocktail on a bar that you were you were drinking?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> How
1: about that for a for a callback from like six to seven years ago?
0: Yeah. What was the was that a Chinese or the Japanese place you went or something? No. It was
1: did? a uh, it was a bar in Vegas called Rum Jungle, where after oh. a certain time you'd get trapeze artists going back and forth across the ceiling over the bar while you're sitting there having a drink. Gross. And you were very worried about. Uh, uh, pubic hairs falling off of those people through their leotards into your open yeah. open drink. Or even just somebody's like a little bead of sweat escapes one of their pits
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you're falls so in the sky you. and lands in your drink. No thank you. But yeah. anyway <coughs> so, right. I'm so, I'm, so I'm down yeah. below so you're swinging. Right. I'm down below fighting a lion with a broom and by broom <laughs> I mean like a kitchen broom. Didn't make any sense. Not going to do any good. Okay. But All I'm right. down there going rah, rah, like trying to stop a lion from getting at me. So, still, nice. we're very much in the yeah. in the circus mode. Apparently, the not safe for you uh, or safe safe for work circus mode because Brian's up there naked. But anyway, naked. yeah, yeah, being a swinger, of course. So uh, that's going on. And then Laura Palmer was there. Now, before you think, oh, Laura Palmer from uh, um, uh, what's the show? Uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. The, the wrapped in plastic, all that. Yeah. No, this was her head on Arnold Palmer's
1: body. The golfer. What? Yeah. Okay. Laura Palmer's head on. So Cheryl Lee, the actress who played Laura yes. Palmer's head, yes, on Arnold Palmer's body. Was and he talking dead- to Kevin Nealon about erectile dysfunction? <laughs> no, no. But she being was, able to pee or something. She was. She
0: was dead faced like she always was in Twin Peaks. So she, so she yeah. was always. So she just kind of, uh, you know, kind of pale and her eyes are open and stuff. And she never makes any other expression, but her body and, and her, you know, whatever she's moving around, and it's and it's Arnold Palmer's body.
1: How do you know what Arnold Palmer's body looks like without Arnold Palmer's head on top of it? Uh,
0: it's like a golfer guy with a golf shirt and a and okay. khaki golf pants and golf shoes. Like he looks like <laughs> he does on the cover of, you know, a video game he'd be golf in. Golf Digest, or, yeah. <laughs> You know, just kind of walking around looking for whatever. So he's just walking around with a golf club in his hand, just walking around being Laura Palmer, a combo of Laura Palmer and and Arnie Palmer in the same body. Weird. It was really weird. So I have no... Okay, let me start this. The only explanation of any of this here is that I know you... So you being in yeah. the dream maybe isn't that unusual.
1: No, that part that part makes sense. That's uh, it. What else this, not, nothing really else is the only part of it that makes sense. I mean the trapeze. What uh what could the trapeze represent? Like me being on a trapeze. Yeah, what does that represent? And then you fighting a lion. I mean there there has to be some symbolism. You're like you're you're going up against something very difficult with um un, unprepared with the wrong implements to <laughs> to go against it so the so the broom against the lion feels like all right well that seems like some some stress symbolism like you're having a hard time
0: right i don't have the right tool for as big of the problem is or something like that right exactly okay. i like, can see uh, that you know, yeah i could see that but then how do you explain naked you on the trapeze yeah uh that doesn't make i can't find a parallel i can't find a, a connection like uh no there were no, no phallic no. symbols Dross, in the chat ass there was nothing like that That's there no. was
1: by the way i mean in the in the realm of of how i'd like my friends to see me naked that you know <laughs> an upshot like looking up at me on a trapeze has to be near the very bottom of that list <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to admit, I don't, I don't, I'm not full of detail here. I don't have like, uh, hey,
1: that's great. As long yeah. as maybe, maybe in your dreams, stuff was pixelated out. That's probably for the best.
0: Yeah. Do you know this? Um, what was it? Do you know this? This is terrible, but we were talking about the, the righteous gemstones the other day. You and I were talking about yeah, recommendals yeah. and stuff, and you'd recommended yes. it, and I'd forgotten, and blah, blah, blah. And anyway, I started finally watching that show here and there. And uh, just the first season, uh, God, it's so damn. good. It's really what good. What a
1: what a, what really a great cast.
0: Completely surprised me how well Judy alone is. She steals Judy every scene. She's is,
1: in. Yeah, I, I tweeted out. Uh, she was actually the only one I think that responded. But I tweeted out to Judy and and um, oh the the gal from the first season of Fargo, the TV show, the uh, the woman cop, not um, not Carrie Coon, but. Anyway, oh. tweet out to the two of them saying some of the best, some of the best unintentional humor on TV or or un, unaware humor, and and she tweeted back and said thank you or something. Oh,
0: that's you really know, nice. Well, she's it. very freaking funny.
1: God, she's hilarious.
0: Um, but uh, anyway, so I'm watching that thing, and what was my point? I had a point with this. Uh, oh, uh, oh, okay. Do you know the scene? Whatever. Yeah. So when they find the, they're getting blackmailed by that tape, right? So, okay. yep. so uh, you know, there, uh, Jesse, the character Jesse's is, is shown <laughs> snorting coke, and there's a bunch of naked ladies around, and then at one point, I don't remember the character's name, but the bald white guy that's in on all this is standing there just naked, mm-hmm. and then there's a t- there's a scene where where Jesse's explaining this on a giant projection screen, and the whole time you're just looking at that dude's doodle, uh. I can't that's think of right. a name <laughs> that's right <laughs> so that's what I'm yes. that's what I'm see, Brian's just up there with okay. his doodle out that's what it was
1: alright okay that's probably what it is wow yeah. alright so well, maybe know. that pulled from the Naked, show bald guy sure and sure
0: the, sure maybe uh, maybe I don't know I don't know why I'm fighting a lion um yeah, uh, maybe the lion is COVID, and I have very few tools to fight it with. I got oh, my, maybe, I got my maybe. crappy little uh, yeah. vaccination stick over here, which is a broom in yeah. the dream, and maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's what that is. I don't maybe.
1: know. But the and Lara the Palmer Paulers. bit, yeah, the, <laughs> the the Palmer Oreo that you've created, the Palmer S'more, yeah. that you've you've built in your head. Dead
0: lady's head, uh, live man's body, and he's actually dead, so that's that's weird. And then he's walking around, and he's not saying anything, and he's got a golf club you won't even see that as a Weird. circus the other two things maybe like you could go to a, a maybe kind of- the
1: uh the jim rose uh circus sideshow thing that had the enigma and uh yeah do you remember those guys the, I do. the like the super tattooed puzzle piece guy and uh the guy who could lift cinder blocks with his nipples and stuff like that they're still they're not still around are they i love that stuff but
0: that's not a yeah, thing, Yeah, I don't either, know. Right? I, yeah. People can only take that so much, I think, and then you got to move yeah,
1: on. Yeah, you saw those guys on X-Files and thought, oh, that was weird. And I found out, oh, no, that's an actual traveling circus show that comes to town. And
0: Did they have a Vegas uh, residency at any point? It seems like I, a thing.
1: They had to have, right? I'm figuring that, you know, someplace off-strip, for yeah. sure.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Those yeah. are those are dark tickets.
1: Friendly's Casino on Co- on uh, Coval Avenue.
0: <laughs> yeah, would nestle nestled between two sex shops and a
1: Coval and Tropicana. Yeah, yeah. You right watch across out. from the Kiss branded miniature golf course.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the part of Vegas we're talking about, folks. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, so there's that, and uh, you know, Damn. I just thought I'd share it. Yeah, yeah if anyone at home has any ideas, right
1: before your nap, by the way, Did I had weird for lunch.
0: I had Taco Bell wings again. Because you told me they were going away yesterday. I had to get another set and uh, my free taco of the day. So I did have... So you had, you had lunch after two. Look at you. I ate late. Yes. It was yeah. very late. And I had and I had to hurry because... Uh, let's see. When did that... So wait. Hold on. The nap happened late because I had Tom at two. So I ate right before Tom. And then two o'clock was Daily Tech News Show. Mm-hmm, and then I mm-hmm. did that until whenever that ended. And that's when I went to lay down for a while. Interesting. So it was yeah. a late kind of lunchy thing and it was, you know, Taco Bell two days in a row. Maybe that's enough to F you up. I don't know. But it says here that you also got those Taco Bell. I wings.
1: did. I went and got those wings yesterday and um oh my god, they were so good. Yeah. They are so let's clarify. I mean, these are not your Buffalo Wild Wings like um uh gently tossed in sauce kind of thing. These are uh deep fried within an inch of their lives. <laughs> buffalo. Wings.
0: Oh yeah, crispy as crispy gets for sure.
1: Crispy as crispy gets, and it's right there, it's right there in the name, crispy <laughs> buffalo wings. Yeah. Um. Uh. But they were so damn good, and then you get a little bit of uh, like a, like a ranch, uh, southwest ranch kind of sauce to dip them in and stuff. Yeah, but uh it's good. Uh, Tim and I split a box of them, and mm-hmm. we're were we supposed to get six or five? Does uh, it come with five or six? Uh, oh, you know what. I have the box here. Let's see if it says. No, no. Does your box? Oh, do you have a box that's more than just a just a square piece of cardboard? I don't remember? Oh, it is a square. Oh piece, yeah, square yeah. You board. have the same box, yeah. Yeah,
0: because they're. I guess they're
1: doing. This was just a
0: test, so they'll probably. Yeah. If this goes big, they'll have real. You know. Packaging. Yeah,
1: count the bones. Open it up again. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I okay, so Icor says five. All right, so it was supposed to be five. All right, yep, there are good. five bones so, in this box. Get-
0: that's it. Five. There we go. I was kidding about counting
1: the bones. I did. they were right gonna, there because I was gonna. I was gonna complain to Mister Bell that um, uh, that we only got five wings when I thought we were supposed. Well, oh, Reginald, Reginald we
0: supposed F. To get Bell one. is his name, and he's a That's real right. wiener yes. when it comes to giving people less than they bought they paid for.
1: <laughs> but I'm glad you liked him. Isn't it weird though? Yeah. They shouldn't be good. It is weird. They shouldn't be good. But and you know they're good because they're just deep fried to hell. I mean, you you know, Seinfeld had it right when he told Newman you eat uh anything what was it It was like you need a zucchini deep fried mm-hmm. or something like that there was some some line on Seinfeld during the uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters episode
0: yeah because he wouldn't eat uh, the vile weed he wouldn't eat the um is that the same episode
1: yeah he yeah cuz i think there were they had deep fried veggies <laughs> Kenny Rogers had deep fried okra or something yeah and,
0: yeah and he tried to get him to eat broccoli and he he says all he didn't no problem He's, <laughs> starts to eat it and then he freaked out and yelled vile weed and spit it out it was great <laughs> it was a great great right, time exactly well uh, hey Taco Bell <clears throat> if you're listening I hope this becomes a uh, a thing that'd be great make it make it permanent <laughs> make it permanent
1: <clears throat> Get Newman some... you wouldn't need broccoli if it was deep fried in chocolate sauce that that's was the, the line. Uh, that was the phrase yeah.
0: there it is that's a good one alright hey you guys are you reading yeah. any books at home cause if you're not i have ideas for what you could do we
1: have the suggestion for you
0: boy howdy is that the truth so we're gonna we're gonna add red fraggle aka amy robinson let's bring in the amy slideshow that's right (laughs) it's gonna be good let's see what we got i don't know if i have where's her thing oh no yeah Hey, look what it is. It's time for Read This with Amy Robinson. Yeah, that's right. Cuddle up and get next to us in your little beanbag chair at the uh, at the local library and let's find out what what Mrs. Robinson brought with her today. Hello, Amy.
2: Well, cuckoo, kachoo. Good uh, morning to you guys. Oh, uh, very nice. <laughs>
0: cuckoo, kachoo. Back to you. That all rhymes. That's very nice. Hey, uh it's good to have you back. Um, I, I assume your appointment went well. I didn't want to mess you up this morning with timing and stuff.
2: Oh, Yes, it's great. If I get a little hoarse during uh during my segment here, I apologize because I had a I had a therapy appointment so I could just get like a jumbo dose of therapy between, you know this and and wendy later and yeah, oh, yeah. so anyway i've been mm-hmm. talking for an hour straight and so if i get a little hoarse that's
0: maybe you're that's just about. warmed up maybe you're uh we should do that here brian right? I should be yelling into our pillows before we do a show or something like that <laughs> you know <laughs> i've heard scream therapy yeah. yeah i've heard if you um you know you get that low you get that deeper register the more you yell at stuff and then you eventually sound like you know howard stern or somebody you could probably mm-hmm. do that
2: yeah in my case, say. you get the you get the nice uh, Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Uh, hus-
1: oh yeah. Um, Smoker
0: after voice. Dark voice. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Right. She's uh, she's interesting now. Anyway, hey, you're back. It's- <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into where she's at these days. She's fine, I'm sure. I guess I don't know. Whatever. What is she doing? We don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we should find out how she's doing. If someone got eyes on Kathleen <laughs> Turner, because. <laughs> Hope she's all right. Um, hey, uh, Amy, so let's get into it. Uh, we're going to, I'm still reading this Stormlight Archive, so I'm I'm very busily just trying to get through a, a massive, thick book uh, right now, but I write down everything you recommend, and I'm sure you've got something cool this week, so lay it on us. What do you got?
2: Yeah, so I, too, am very busy. I'll go ahead and tell you guys. I'm super excited because my husband got me the Mark Rober engineering class for Christmas. Yeah. So I am like doing all these cool little basic mechanical engineering lessons and stuff like that. So I'm probably going
1: What? MacGruber? Really? <laughs> wow. Mac
2: Mark Rober. Oh, yeah, Mark yeah. Rober. Yes. <laughs> you know, he's it, the guy that did the glitter bomb thing. The glitter thing. bomb.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He had so, a new one this year that was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. uh, louder siren and uh, more fart spray. Oh, so good. Oh, this yeah. is the guy that did the giant
0: t-shirt cannon I heard about this year or something. Right? Yep. This is that. Yeah, he, okay.
2: he did that. It was like the world's yeah. biggest T-shirt cannon. He did that. It's like a Jimmy Kimmel thing. He has like a <laughs> The agility board, course. And, yep, yep. All that stuff. <laughs> Same guy. Um, So yeah, he teaches a, a, an engineering class. And, and so, yeah, you don't get like one-on-one FaceTime with him. At least I haven't so far. But there are all these really cool instructional videos. And then there's a little community. You go and like uh, share your your ideas and bounce it off people and get feedback and stuff. So that is what I've been spending a lot of my free time doing. Um, so I decided to kind of go, go back in my, in my archives of, of stuff I've read for this week. And, um, somebody mentioned online that they had never read anything by Neil Gaiman. Mm. So mm. I have decided to, to oh, recommend okay. some Neil Gaiman. His, my, uh, my
0: favorite single book, meaning no sequels, like just standalone novel is American gods like forget about the TV show long time ago when I read the book that book's still my favorite standalone book I ever read so Mm -hmm. whoever's whoever that is
1: is, is, go ahead and Nancy boys or an Anasazi boys or whatever isn't that the sequel to it though or is no it's a
0: spin like a spin-off like an an offshoot okay yeah I still haven't read that um
1: I heard it was I good either, though, but but American Gods was fantastic. So yeah. good, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, so the book I was going to recommend this time, I was going to go all the way back and recommend Neverwhere. <sighs> if you haven't read Neverwhere, it's fantastic, and <clears throat> I'm really into kind of recommending books that have multiple ways for you to consume them. Uh, at At this point, because there is a fantastic BBC radio dramatization. Uh, of Neverwhere, and it's got James McAvoy and Benedict Cumberbatch, and it's it is absolutely so entertaining and wonderful uh um, then also you can obviously read the book i think it was made into a television show back in the 90s also so um but yeah I've the, never the even story. heard of
0: this i thought this was uh well i guess there's a new print of it on amazon that says 2021 but i i don't know why i've not heard of this book is that old like 90s oh, 80s so good. yeah
2: where was his first novel, uh, following the Sandman series. So yeah, it's, it's really, really very good. Uh, it's basically a a kind of fish out of water type story where you get your, the main character is your normal guy. He's, you know, he's us. And then he gets sucked into this, the world of London below. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and there's an entire just subculture of, you know, wonderful fantasy stuff going on under the streets of London that nobody knows about except the people who know about it and he gets just sucked into this world and so you get to go on this journey with him mm. and it's fantastic.
1: And the tube stations are all literal. So like King's Cross has Kings, actual Kings and
2: uh Yep. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah.
0: I love this. Oh. This sounds great. Why do I just don't know why I haven't heard of it. I'm annoyed that I haven't heard of it. It bugs me. Well,
2: it is. It is fantastic, and I can tell you. Like, I I don't know anybody that likes anything fantasy related that doesn't like this book uh, if they've read it. It's it is it is really excellent, and I always think about there. There's this one creature in the book. It's this very sort of uh you know attractive lady, and she seduces men to come in, and then like she, but she's very very cold and essentially that's what she does is she steals their warmth and then ultimately they get stuck down there and, and then they die or whatever but um i always think of that when i put my cold feet on my husband at night in the bed
0: <laughs> that's great oh yeah, natalie realized
1: there was a there was like so like you're saying the james mcavoy uh, cumberbatch thing i had no idea there was a um
0: yeah i didn't either like
1: a radio a radio version i tried watching the the tv show and well, the TV, TV show's got those
0: season. same people in it. Um, I'm looking at the trailer right now. McAvoy's in it. I just saw Natalie Dormer's in it. Um, I haven't in seen the
1: Come... TV show or the. Yeah, cause or, that was or whatever unreal. the video
0: version is. I'm looking at the BBC. Let's see. Oh, know?
1: okay. The BBC radio thing is. So they're. they're Oh, interesting. Okay, so that's different than the TV show that came out in nineteen ninety-six. I thought this was like a kind of like the BBC Radio redid the Star Wars and Hitchhiker's Guide. There's coming where they added a bunch of stuff. Well, I guess Hitchhiker's Guide was a radio thing before it was a book, but where they redid Star Wars and added a bunch of stuff. That's what I thought this was. So this is actually a video thing.
0: Yeah, I think so, because I just saw Cumberbatch at the end, although they saved him for the end. I don't know what that means, but his character shows up at the very end of this trailer. It looks like that exact cast, and maybe they just took the audio from that and made a thing. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Maybe, I don't know. I'm not actually familiar with the, you know, with the, the, the full video version of it, but I, I have listened to, I have Audible, which is where you can get the the audio version of it. And I definitely recommend checking that out because it is, it's really engaging. It's really good. Even if you're not an audiobook type person, this is not that, this is like, it's a radio play. It's yeah. a, mm. you know, they've got full Foley and they're, you know, it's not, it's not a one person reading a book and narrating it and having to. Affect different voices. It's literally different actors, and it is absolutely great. See, that's the
1: thing it. I want to see. Apparently, Scott, you were seeing a trailer for the for the radio play, is oh. what people are saying in chat.
0: Oh well, it's all like costumes and like sets and stuff. That's crazy. I wonder they, why they went that to that, that much odd, that trouble.
1: Go dress so much. for Yeah, it's yeah. not
0: them just sitting around microphones. It's like a I don't know. They're all they're all acting and running, and there's like sets and like special effects and stuff. I don't know what they're huh. doing. Maybe they did yeah. both, but um, I'm looking at maybe, Goodreads' yeah, a list of uh, best Neil Gaiman books, and they have Neverwhere as number one uh, by rating on Goodreads uh, as the best thing he ever wrote. I can't believe I'm like this dumb. I had never even heard of it before. American Gods, number two. Graveyard book, number three. And Stardust at four. Uh, I also love Stardust. And that movie's better than it should be. Do you ever uh-huh. see that Stardust movie? It's It doesn't exactly adhere to the book uh, 100%, but Stardust is all right. It's pretty good time i liked it
2: we've really seen it all the way through i've seen parts of it but i don't know how i'm i think it was one of those things that i missed it when mm-hmm. it came out mm-hmm. and then just never caught it again but yeah i think i think my husband has mentioned that he likes stardust as well so i think i'll have to go check that out
0: uh, are you excited about the sandman series coming to i forget who's getting it uh, netflix i think
2: Yes, yes, very. It, I keep seeing yeah. that show up, you know, in my all my social media feeds. Every once in a while, they'll feed me an ad for that. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited, excited
0: that. about that. Um, and uh, there's one other on here that I really like. Where is it? Oh, I really like Coraline. Both the book and the adaptation are very awesome. Uh, but yeah. Hey, but- you know
2: what's interesting about Coraline is I actually saw that movie first mm-hmm. because I'm obsessed with uh, stop motion animation and I love all. All the Leica Studios movies, I just dig them. Um, yeah, so I, I really, really enjoy their stuff. Yeah. And so, I saw Coraline first before I read the book. And after I saw Coraline, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, you know, it's it's animated, and so it's a little scary, but it's not super scary. But I thought, "Yeesh!" Reading the book, I might be a little too freaked out. I found the movie actually scarier than the book oh way uh, more yeah way I, I was more. like I was like oh okay we're done already we've already beat the other mother all right cool mm-hmm. uh you know it, whereas the movie they really fleshed out a lot more of that uh, that suspense yeah so. the
0: book the book yeah. feels more like a, a fairy tale a traditional fairy tale and the movie feels like because you can add that visual element and you know like a studios with their freaking weird ideas for how those characters are designed the buttons for their eyes all that stuff just really added like a creepy factor to it that i I really appreciate, but yeah, the tone is definitely different mm-hmm. um in the, yep. in the film version of it, but no game. and he's awesome, all right, so Neverwhere available wherever you get your books, I guess there is a brand new printing uh new paperback version of yeah, it yeah and-
1: there's a like the author's preferred text version is that what it says yeah. the what author's is- preferred text version came out in two thousand and five, so I don't know what that means like the director's cut of a book, basically
2: yeah. That's neat. Yeah. I guess when you become Neil Gaiman, you can um, you can go back to your <laughs> earlier work and say, "I did not want to cut that, but that editor made me do it." Right. so I'm yeah, Neil Gaiman absolutely. now, so I can put that back in. Yeah, he gets <laughs> to do whatever
0: he wants yeah. to do. Uh, so yeah. yeah, find out um, what uh, I didn't know all these years, and that is there's a book I'm
1: called Neverwhere. Yeah. Totally checking out that the the, the BBC radio mm-hmm. audio drama thing. That looks so cool. So definitely, hold on a second. I definitely recommend it. Uh it calls
0: this book Neverwhere and then in parentheses London Below Number 1. Does that mean there were sequels to this and it just never I uh, see I don't see any sequels. So maybe I this I don't think I... There,
1: I don't remember any sequels to it. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't think it ever materialized, but I think that there are plans to resurrect it and make it into more of a series maybe after they're done with Sandman make it something more like what they did with American Gods where you know they sort of they sort of wrapped up the story of American Gods in the first season right and then they had to do more mm-hmm. um, so similar to uh, Good Omens right they, they told the entire story of Good Omens in that first season and now everybody's like oh do we get more do we get more
0: yeah and they're doing uh, more I, I don't know how that's going to be um, Yeah, because they are out of the canon now and they'll be making their own story and he still has an executive producer slot with that. So I assume he'll have some say and you know, I don't know where that thing goes creatively, but I'm curious about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. New episodes this year. Looks like Good Omens 2, they call it, on Prime Video. Coming soon
1: to a streaming
0: platform near you.
1: Yeah, and just to kind of clarify, so so, um, the BBC radio drama uh, broadcast was in 2013. That's the one with... McAvoy and Dormer and Cumberbatch, and then they were saying that they were going to bring that as a new version of the TV, a new TV adaptation. But I can't find any, I can't find anything about the new TV adaptation. So you're right, Scott. Looks like uh, they turned that audio, the audio only version with that cast, which explains why you saw a video of them walking around in sets and costumes and stuff like that. But yeah. I can't find any other. I wonder if it's still... I mean, that was 1996, or nine, no one was this? 2005. Yeah. Um. Oh, no, 2013, 2013 was, the, yeah. was the radio broadcast. But that was almost 10 years ago, and I haven't found anything about the uh, the new TV Well, version. I will
0: say this. Uh, the way it was filmed looked like um, Baker-era Doctor Who. Oh, filming. really? <laughs> yeah, like Because that's
1: what I thought the old 96 version looked like, was uh, that weird soap opera-looking... Uh,
0: yeah uh where lights smear funny and you know it's just looks like you're using a video camera from the 80s right, sort of thing right yeah. so that, bbc
2: huh. for you they don't they don't uh they spend a lot more on i think actors and story and then they're like eh, effects whatever yeah right. Their
0: production <laughs> <laughs> their, right their exactly. production stuff isn't always uh well they can't they can't all be that uh, who, who made um two smoking barrels and uh, uh, and a monkey guy richie guy Ritchie. guy Ritchie's pretty good with the visuals he's all right but it he was, he broke yeah. the mold over there, I guess. Uh, all right, well, this yeah. is great. Uh, as usual, you can find this book just about anywhere. And uh, Amy, you should tell people where they can find you and uh, keep better track of where Amy Robinson is these days.
2: Yes, so I am Red Fraggle Three on Twitter, and that's the three is spelled out there. I'm also Red Fraggle Three, but with the number on TikTok, and um, and I'm I like I said, I'm absolutely still going to do that. TikTok series with the puppets, but right now I didn't know my husband was going to give me a, a whole you know project to do t- yeah. <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> so that's what's in uh, you know involving my time right now. But the, that the, that puppet series will be coming. Yeah. So.
0: Uh looking forward to that very much. Take it easy and we'll see you next Thursday. Bye now. Bye. All right. Cool. We did it, Brian. We did it. And now did. now this. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by
1: 13peppersbyralph.com. They're having a sale to move the last of their inventory. They specialize in hot pepper seeds. The hotter, the better. And if you use the code TMS at checkout, you'll receive an additional discount of 15% off the sale price just for being a fellow listener. That's all you have to do. So if you have in your heart to help out a fellow nerd, please visit 13peppersbyralph.com Also, follow him on Instagram at 13peppersbyralph and at YouTube, where I'm sure you watch him eating them peppers at 13peppers for all his fun stuff.
0: Oh, that's perfect. We just got a little visitor while you were talking.
1: Oh, look at that. You got a van. The yeah, van, van just van drove with... up.
0: Hi, you want to say something? You want to say something? Go ahead. You can say stuff. Did you bring Did you bring <laughs> dinos? Let me see your dinos. Do you have a dino? What are you doing, dude? Do you have any dragons? you say hello? Hi. Say, hey. Hi, Brian. Hi. <laughs> You're no, why are you all nervous? He's all ner- He's never nervous. All right. Here, you want to go in? <laughs> I'll
1: see you soon, okay? Because there's a weird bald guy staring at him. Careful. That thing's hot. Okay. A weird trapeze artist.
0: Forgot we were getting him today. He just really wanted to hug that oh. mic right up into his face, though. That was Yes, cool. he did. All right. Yeah, uh, would
1: you please teach him proper microphone techniques, Scott? Come on. Hall of Fame podcaster, teach the boys some proper mic techniques.
0: Yeah, I was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and they're going to take that away from me if I don't get on this. So uh, That's hurry right. up, By the
1: way, that they just announced uh, they're going to be doing the 2022 slate, and it's back to the... Hey, we're acknowledging the other people who've gotten uh, inducted into the podcasting Hall of Fame. We're not trying to start a brand new one. Look, here's everybody else.
0: Ah, so they they well, caved from the pressure. So they today. put up
1: that they put up that big uh, site that's got you know everybody on stage except for you and Leo Laporte. Yeah, phoning it in.
0: Phoning it in. Me and Leo. Look at the you unit, and Leo Laporte. The big unit on us.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: Whatever. <laughs> Jenny did such a good job. I will always be grateful for what she did that year. Yeah. Uh, all right, look look at this Snoop Dogg. You know Snoop Dogg,
1: Snoopy Poopy Poop Dog. You know I'm, him. Uh, I'm familiar with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah
0: he's uh, busily usually just hanging out with his with his good pal. What's her name? Uh, the cook lady. Can't think uh, of her Martha name. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. I can't think of names today. <laughs> uh, he's planning a hot dog brand called Snoop Dogs. Who knew? Uh, I just don't understand why it took so long, but here we are. Uh, six years after saying he ain't never eaten a mother effing hot dog again, famously. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg is apparently planning to launch his own brand of Frankfurters called Snoop Dogs, according to the uh, recent legal filing at the federal trademark office. Attorneys for the hip hop legend, real name Calvin Brodus. It's hard to sometimes difficult to remember. He was known as someone else for a long time. Mm-hmm. Calvin Brodus uh, applied was last known month. as
1: Snoop Lion for a little <laughs> while, too. Oh,
0: yeah. what? how can that switch back? What was the deal there? Was that just the... A... <laughs>
1: Probably just people like got confused and it's like, all right, go back to the old, go back to the name we're all familiar with. Yeah, yeah.
0: I guess people do this like Yee and Yeezus and Kanye. Right, and
1: exactly. Exactly. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Uh, he applied last last month for the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office for a t- federal trademark registration for the term Snoop Dogs, uh, saying he plans to use it to sell hot dogs and other types of sausage. Okay. Mm. Mm. sauce. I was trying to find it while I was doing it, and I couldn't find it.
1: <laughs> Using it as a stall technique to play it. I to play
0: it, yeah. I can't find it, though. I don't know where it oh, went. Oh, no. I know. I, oh.
1: Mm. Sausage. yeah get mm. like eight minutes long now
0: it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a week it
1: stretches out like an old TdK tape
0: yeah every time all right it says here uh, December finally came they didn't they didn't have a lot of detail just a little bit uh, they did a so-called intent to use application meaning Snoop has yet to launch the brand, but he has the intent to use it. Uh, a hot dog brand would be the least or the latest consumer venture from Snoop. In 2015, the marijuana aficionado started a cannabis company called Leafs by Snoop. And uh, in 2020, the gin and juice wrapper debuted a liquor called Indigo Gin. And I'm sorry, Indago Gin. Like Indigo, yeah, but Indago. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's bad. No, um, oh, geez. He also released a cookbook and has repeatedly appeared on cooking television segments with his close friend, Martha Stewart. So.
1: Yeah, well, that cookbook is going to be called the Codog Cookbook. Yeah, you cook, can't. Cook, dog Book. <laughs> don't worry. I can fit this. I can fit dog in everything. Don't worry. I can fit it in.
0: You'd think the Snoop would be more the focus, you know? Like, if I'm right. going to come up with names, I could probably yeah. come up with more Snoop names than dog names.
1: Exactly, but, yeah.
0: I don't know so do you really want to have dog in your in your cooking book? I don't know.
1: It's weird. Only if it's hot dogs. I, I hear there is a spectacular hot dog place in New Orleans that, uh, um, that I've apparently that people are saying, oh, you got to go to this hot dog place. Like, really? It's a hot dog place. Like, if I go to New Orleans, the last thing I want to do is eat something that I feel like I can get anywhere. I want to get some jambalaya and some gumbo, some étouffée, some beignets, stuff like that. I'm not going there for you know tube steak but uh people are saying it's uh people are saying it's pretty good
0: i would be very curious i've n- had not heard of this what's the name of the place do you know yeah. the name
1: ah, i don't remember <laughs> i can look it up so it was uh jay fantastic uh, i think was the guy who recommended it to me
0: oh uh, i would trust him he knows stuff
1: he does know stuff yeah. he is
0: he's he a, is a he's a southern New lenient yeah he's been down there a long time knows all the best places totally trust him
1: um, uh, dat dat dog, I think. Dat, no, is it dat dog or Lucky Dogs?
0: Lucky Dogs. Mm.
1: Yeah, huh.
0: We got a place here called J Dogs, and it's very good. I wish I could give you a J Dogs, because you would change your mind about, but mm. well, not change your mind. But you would be like, "Whoa, mm. that's a mm. that is a huge step above what I think of a hot dog as."
1: Yeah, we've got a biker a place here called Biker Gyms that makes some incredible hot dogs. Um, oh, God, I kind of want one now. <laughs> you are so. This is why streaming is so much better for you because uh, you would see a commercial. It feels like, and you'd be like, "I want that immediately, Kim." Let's go get that.
0: Yeah, no, you are right. But now I want to just wait till the show's over and then drive to J Dogs and get one of those because <laughs> it's so
1: freaking good. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, I all can right, find I can't find the uh, looks like looks like Dat Dog D A T D O G is the
0: like that dog but
1: that dog but yo. Dat, yeah
0: that okay. dog yeah i don't think i like that name <laughs> all right that name annoys me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh here's a story uh some about some customers that are furious uh, that's mm. that's a thing you hear a lot about these days furious customers they want to talk yeah, to the manager
1: everybody's furious customers
0: are furious after energy supplier tells customers to cuddle pets to keep warm Aww. Oh man! Should uh.
1: do that anyway, but you shouldn't have to do it to keep warm.
0: No, and it shouldn't be the freaking power company for having problems. Or the heating, yeah. whoever shouldn't. Their answer shouldn't be. It's like those stone, those, those rocks they gave nurses at that hospital. Do you see that thing floating?
1: Oh, no, I did. Yeah.
0: yeah. How it? Oh, I would have been so annoyed. It's like so, here's your here's your wish rock or whatever. Think of all the positive thoughts while you hold your wish rock. <laughs>
1: Oh, and take it home and paint it. Basically, we've done all the hard work. We went out to the front of the hospital and picked up a rock and brought it inside. I hate it. Hate yeah. it. Yeah. If,
0: ugh, I'd be so it, annoyed. It,
1: it is worthy of ire.
0: Yeah. It's ire-worthy. Uh, here's So here's the deal. British supplier, energy supplier, Zoe, we're looking at you in there. Bring your bacon. Has apologized <laughs> for the poorly judged and unhelpful advice sent to customers, which suggested they could snuggle up to their pets and exercise... Uh, To cut back on heating bills, SSE, which is owned by Ovo Energy or Ovo Energy, I'm not sure how they say it, Uh suggested ten quote simple and cost effective ways to keep warm this winter, according to the Financial Times. Eating bowls of oatmeal, doing star jumps. (laughs) Don't we just call
1: those jumping jacks here? Jumping jacks here, yeah. Okay, call them jumping jacks. Star jumps. All right. Please do some star jumps. Give me, give me ten. <laughs> ten star jumps. Ready, set, go. Yes. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the, the, uh, um, the exchange rate on on uh, jumping jacks? Is it just give me eight and a half eight star a half. Jumps, yeah, for a half. For, jumps for your ten jacks? for your ten?
0: Or maybe it's like miles, where we all stuck to the same dumb uh, measurement. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, Maybe that's. it. I don't know. Maybe they're directly uh, cut across. Anyway, uh, they said. Uh, what else did they add? Uh, they put in. Um, uh, let's see. He's doing star jumps, cuddling pets. These are all among the recommendations of the now-deleted webpage. So they, they learned their lesson.
1: <laughs> Oops.
0: Oops. Uh, in a statement sent to CNN uh, Tuesday, a spokesman for OVO Energy said, or OVO, uh, recently a link to a blog containing energy-saving tips was sent to customers. Uh, We understand how difficult the situation will be for many of our customers this year. We are working hard to find meaningful solutions as we approach this energy crisis, so we recognize the content of this blog was poorly judged and unhelpful. We are embarrassed and sincerely apologize, says the spokesperson. I guess that's good. They're owning it. Uh, Hey, uh, so is there... I didn't know there's an energy crisis in the UK. Is that a thing? I didn't either. Yeah. I hope you guys are... Because
1: everybody's... They're all staying home, too. I guess so. <laughs> working everybody's working from home using up all that uh, all that energy.
0: That's true. It's a big shift in the grids and everything. They got to they got to yeah. adjust for it. But um hopefully you're all okay and and uh, not freezing or whatever. And if you do have pets, do hug them, you know, snuggle with your pets. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have pets, then uh, heat up some rocks on the uh, on the stove and cuddle with those. And I know where you could probably get a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those
0: encouragement stones. Uh, we got some numbers here. British consumers will pay roughly uh, 790 pounds. That's uh, pounds sterling, which is $1,075 here. More in heat and light this year in their house. So they're going to pay that this much year, on top of their normal year. bills. That's Holy a lot. Mackerel.
3: That yeah, is a lot. That Jeez. is a
0: lot. That's according to Bank America. Or Bank of America. Wholesale European gas prices have jumped 400% in the previ- previous year. Electricity prices oh. increased 300%. Uh, the increases have been driven by cold weather, nuclear uh, plant outages in France. Freaking French!
1: Jeez. It all comes back <laughs> to the damned French every time. It always the French. The French and Boris Johnson. Those <laughs> bastards. A combination of uh, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his hair <laughs> and those damn French people.
0: Uh, they also had reduced flow of gas out of Russia, uh, which uh, I guess uh, contributed to it. According to the National Energy Action, more than 4 million UK households are in the grip of a fuel poverty, a uh, figure that or which the charity believes could rise by 2 million in April. When a cap on energy prices is expected to increase again. <laughs> yeah. So, yo,
1: careful. So, Zoe's in the chair. I got to ask. So, with Brexit, um, uh, obviously, you guys went back to using the pound. Is the euro? Can you? Can people still spend euros places, or are they phasing out any use of the euro? In I,
0: I thought one of their things when they were part of the European Union is that they wouldn't they change their the currency. Pound? I think they kept the pound, didn't they?
1: Did they keep the pound. Okay, they might have. Yeah, because we used we used uh, pound sterling when we were in northern ireland so yeah so they they stuck to the pound the whole time yeah
0: i think they did Um, but i think they had to accept something or maybe it was always a probably everywhere was a exchange place kind of or something
1: gotcha yeah
0: okay i don't know how that works you just use credit cards everything works
1: yeah everything exactly (laughs) cashless society please come on yeah
0: let's get in let's put a chip in my head i'm ready um all right so there's that story that's a fun one for you to chew on there european folks uh, can they get back in? Like, if they, can they just at the end of the Brexit go?
1: Can they go? oh, you know,
0: this wasn't great. We this is yeah, a bad what's idea. The,
1: what's the portmanteau then for uh, for the equivalent of Brexit? Uh, Bruntrance Yeah, Bruntrance.
0: <laughs> We've made a fantastic Bruntrance back into the yeah. good graces Br- of the European community. bre enter enter Brexit through the gift shop or i don't know how you do right that. yeah uh but yeah like brunch <laughs> brentry i want to know i want to know what brunch there you go brunch that, nailed brunch. it <laughs> i want to know if they that's even on the table i mean obviously in in a in a possibility sense it is but not a <laughs> probability you know
1: chickens, i think has the best one regregs it regregs it <laughs>
0: That's pretty good. That should be a title. Make
1: that make a title exactly. I think that might be our title today. If somebody uh, yeah. puts that in, regreggs it. Give that. Give get that in there. Right. J J Igins, Jiggins. Jiggins,
0: J R Riggins, whatever it is. Oh, now he's all. Now he's laughing his head off in the other room. He's just as loud as he wants to be.
1: Oh, see, yeah. What the frick? Actually, uh, Van really liked the regregs it, actually. Yeah, he's just
0: losing it in there. He's watching the show live. (laughs) That's hilarious, even to my three-year-old mind. All right. (laughs) Here's a um, possibly final story, depending on how long this one goes. This is uh, interesting. LAPD, that's the Los Angeles Police Department, officers ignore a robbery in progress Mm. because they were trying to catch a Snorlax in Pokemon Go.
1: Oh geez! Oh,
0: the LAPD always in trouble, starting riots, uh, shooting people where they shouldn't, and now catching a Snorlax.
1: (laughs) Can't we all just get a Snorlax?
0: (laughs) The frick! LA police officer fired for ignoring robbery in progress and instead stuck around to try to get the Snorlax in Pokemon Go. This is all according to court documents that were published on Friday. According to the officer's appeal, former LAPD officers Louis Lozano. And Eric Mitchell were fired for, quote, willfully uh, abdicating their duty to assist a commanding officer's response to a robbery in progress and playing a Pokemon Go, mo- or as, as they put it, playing a Pokemon mobile game <laughs> while on duty.
1: Well, now there's multiple, you know, there's Pokemon Unite and there's uh sure. Pokemon Matchum in a coffee shop. I can't remember what the, that thing was called. Uh, uh, Pokemon there, cafe or something. I yeah. Can't remember, but.
0: There's another one where you run around with three other Pokemon and fight stuff. Joystick style. It's kind of like a isn't moba. That,
1: isn't that unite or no?
0: No, it's something. It
1: not the, it's not, not the. not the. Um, it's not the moba. It's something not else. Not the
0: moba. Okay, they're little square looking versions of themselves, and. No. It's oh. older. It's okay. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it
1: was like a balloon or something. Like you also rode in a balloon, or maybe the entrance opening screen had you riding in a balloon or something. Yeah. I can't remember.
0: Something like that. Back to Pokemon yeah. Go. Pack back to Pokemon. It's one of my favorite clips. Back to Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Uh so they uh Yeah, they're they're Yeah, in they
1: they first initially these guys um, you know, they said, Oh no, we didn't do that. We totally didn't do that. And then they found audio of them in the car. Um, dash cam audio or or chest camera audio or whatever, saying, "Oh, let's go! Look, there's a Snorlax at this address. Let's go!" Like they know the address, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like they must have been using one of those um, (laughs) websites that said, "Hey, there's a Snorlax at this address." (laughs) Yeah, they get a little (laughs) different different dispatch. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they should have just
0: gone and done the thing. And then gone back to try... Well, I guess you're going to give up the rest of your next couple of hours if you're going to go help, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to justify what they did. I'm just no, saying... No,
1: definitely not. Exactly. And, and uh, apparently this happened back in April 2017, uh, back when uh, uh, you know, when it was harder to get a Snorlax. These days, kind of easy to get a Snorlax. Well, so
0: <laughs> this happened in 2017, and I cannot for the life of me, like you just mentioned, I cannot figure out why...
1: They just uh i think they just finally charged these guys or the audio or something or they just uh, fired them finally, finally came came or something okay. maybe yeah right. yeah because it it was all the news it's been all in the news this last week even though this happened back in 2017
0: oh interesting it says it happened at the uh, lacy's los angeles crenshaw mall uh patrol supervisor called Metro lozano oh yeah says, to respond to an apparent uh, robbery in process at Macy's, several pro- police officers left the scene of a homicide to respond to it. These two chuckleheads stayed for Pokemon. Yeah. All right. So they tried to appeal it, and they lost the appeal, I guess?
1: Apparently. Apparently so, yeah. Good. All right.
0: Good on them. Good on yeah. them for losing their dumb appeal. You guys are dumb. That's a dumb thing to do. Like I, <laughs> Pokemon's cool and everything, but it's not meant to, to, to stop you from doing your really important policing jobs. I am so, and
1: I am barely still playing Pokemon Go. Like uh I'll I'll if I'm sitting around not doing anything or have something on TV, I might open it up and just see if there's anything to catch. But they haven't added anything new to the game in feels like a year and so what's the you know I, I was need, gonna I need ask, content. Give I, me content.
0: I was I was actually gonna ask you what your involvement is in the game these days and it sounds like it's less yeah. than, than you'd planned. I'm Do you I'm still
1: think- sitting on I'm still sitting on level forty four. Uh I've not, have not progressed in the last, uh, I don't know, 18 months past level 44.
0: That's level. That's 42 levels. That's level 42. There's something
4: yeah. about you, well baby. Done.
0: Anyway, you're a lot higher than me is what I'm saying. A lot higher than yeah, most no. people I know. I'll bet you're, on average, you're in the higher bracket. I'll bet.
1: Um, Probably. I mean, there's still some holdouts playing that thing. Uh, Claire says I should go back to Animal Crossing. Are you still? Yeah, I get in, Are do a
0: couple chores and stuff. I'm not. I'm not like the, when that expansion came out. I was kind of every day for about a month there. Yeah. Um. And and kind of hardcore. And I've kind of slacked back on it a bit.
1: You know so. what? Uh, the Temple Run game. Mm.
0: Oh yeah, the you, uh, puzzle game. The yeah. Temple
1: Run puzzler. Yeah. Uh, curse you, because <laughs> that's probably what's taken over for me from Pokemon Go. I'm on puzzle. Eight hundred and fourteen. Oh my lord! Whoa! Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm still playing it. She has stopped. She has stopped running through the temple. She's basically sitting in a door, and they just give me new, new challenges.
0: Yeah. At the end of the game, they just call it Temple Sit, I think, and you just Temple Sit,
1: si- Temple Stand in one place. Yeah. But um, uh, today during Coverville, and we'll talk about what's on Coverville later. Uh, I've been playing Hitman. 3, which is mm. great. Mm. No, Hitman today 3 I'm is an awesome game. Today I'm trying out uh, uh, Astroneer, which oh. just launched on the Switch today. I know it's been on Steam for for uh, six months or a year or something, but uh, yeah. it looks like, uh, like Animal Crossing No Man's Sky kind
0: of thing. It's very cool. Uh, I played it back when it was just in early access in like 2016, I think.
1: It's been, oh, really early? Yeah. Wow, okay, so I thought this was even newer than that. Well, it,
0: it hit 1.0 it's maybe two years now since it hit okay. since it went out of early access, but since then it's been on it's on PlayStation, it's on Xbox, it's on Game Pass right now, I believe. Yeah. And is is, it is it? uh like you said, just just launched on it's Switch. Just
1: launched on Switch yeah. today.
0: It's yeah. very cool. My daughter Taylor got completely like under the water hooked on that.
1: Really? And it looks like uh, Carter's even, uh, she's like, oh, Astroneer's on Switch?
0: Yeah, ooh, that'll be, like, she's got all the time in the world right now. She's trying to, (laughs) she's been working on her portfolio, (laughs) uh, and she's doing some killer stuff. I wish I could show people some of this stuff. It's so good. Um, But uh, she's been so busy with that, I didn't think she'd have time for games. But I guess she still does. I guess she's still a gamer at heart, Carter.
1: Oh, good, as she should be.
0: Gamer at heart, -er, Carter. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay let's see oh Heaven's Daddy makes a good point redownload that uh, Lara Croft Go game that game mm. is great
1: it is great yeah it's old puzzler. now
0: too short yeah. yeah too short but great the 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 other one based on Hitman Hitman Go also very good those Go series were cool they did a Deus Ex sure. one as well and then they stopped making them and I and I hate them for it
1: so. the um, Geostorm game was kind of based on that too like it was it's basically a Geostorm Go Thing, even though it's not called that, because you do, you yeah. you do have like multiple turns to get through a thing, and
0: yeah, and it's similar art style, I would say, it's similar kind of art style, chunky, yeah. uh, cu- chunky, low uh-huh. poly style, whatever
1: that uh, three quarter view down, whatever they I can't remember what that's yeah. called, isometric. That game did
0: not benefit from the name getting
1: slapped on <laughs> no, it we didn't. it's like they probably had the game built and then they said oh there's this movie can we tie it to that
3: like
0: yeah. oh
1: sure yeah okay and then the movie sunk like an anchor yeah and then i took that game down with it sadly
0: and now we've seen it and we know it's poo it's poo that movie's poo all right, we're going to take a break. When we, come, when, we, when we come back, my sister Wendy will be here. We'll have a little therapy Thursday today. Any of you guys out there suffer from even a little ADHD? Well, good, because we got a, we got a thing about, about attention deficit disorder. And uh, I think that I, I probably have some form of it. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to find out soon <laughs> from my professional therapist sister what that means and more after this song that Brian brought. What do you got?
1: Yeah, so a uh, friend of the show frequent uh, collaborator and and even a a contestant on the most recent season of ANTP, or no, two seasons? Last season? Oh, it's been such a long time. Mm. Uh, But he is is one of America's Next Top Podcasters. His name is Shane Maddox, and aside from picking a new goofy name every time that we play Among Us or any sort of Jackbox game, he also had time to write in. He Mm. says, hello, Sound and Booth. It's hard to believe that it's been two years since we released our second album Through What We Know, but our experimental acoustic album is also now arrived. It's called Here Waiting, and we're super excited to share it. Uh, Wisconsin-based hard rock group Else, in brackets, is proud to announce their latest effort, an experimental acoustic album titled Here Waiting. The album explores the highs and lows of our world from despair and resentment to adoration and hope with creative percussion arrangements, guest artists, and an intriguing balance of acoustic and electronic elements throughout. Um, Shane, we love uh, when he sends in music, and his band Else is one of those to keep an eye on to to listen to and and uh, to check out from their brand new at the end of 2021 album entitled here waiting here is the song sparrow Ooh,
0: very nice it's like a bird okay here we go uh sparrow coming at you we'll be back in a second scott's delaying because he doesn't know the right thing up okay hold on one second.
1: oh did i not put that in the
0: no uh... you you're fine i screwed up it's me okay Okay, here we go and now the break
1: People are switching to Band Basic because it looks and feels like an aerosol spray, but has no aerosol propellants. And its effective anti wetness protection really helps keep you dry.
2: Yucky Secrets.
3: <laughs>
0: I didn't go right. This is the morning stream. The hell you say? Oh, man. I can't get anything to work right today. Uh, hey, Brian, remind me that song
1: again. Sure. That song again is uh, Sparrow by the band Else from their brand new album, Here Waiting. It's a new acoustic take, and uh, it is really, really good. All
0: right. Uh, there it is. Well done. We love some talented listeners, and I love when you we do. can showcase their stuff. Nothing wrong with that. Get yeah. ready, everybody, because it's time for this. Everyone knows my sister, Wendy, my junior sister, she's younger than me. All my sisters are, but, uh, <laughs> she's like six years younger it than be me. would
5: like if I was older than you?
0: I don't know what I would do. That would be weird. Um, let me think for a minute. Would you be, uh, would you be a crazy conspiracy lady at that age? Do no. you think? No. Wow.
1: Know. So just age defines conspiracy
5: <laughs> no. theory. Well, it's you know, Asian. Earth some earth order. Some Age. of it,
0: some of it's, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what causes people to go down those roads, but, yeah, uh, I don't know but probably not, yeah. Wendy. You're right. Uh, she's uh, a, okay. uh, yeah. but I would
5: boss her around more, I think.
0: I just don't want to offend that's, that's people. Probably. I yeah. never want to offend people by saying, hey, it's my white sister, because I have I have three sisters, but the other two are Korean. And uh, it's just <laughs> weird to refer to her as my white sister. So I don't do that. I just call her my sister. Yeah, That's probably all I need to do. Um, <clears throat> hey, Wendy, it's good to have you back.
5: talking about race so much, Scott. You're always talking about.
0: Race, I know. Always race, talking about race. Right? Maybe there's maybe maybe there's something wrong. I don't. You're know.
5: making us racist.
0: <laughs> I think it's our pearly white skin that makes me racist. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Hey, uh, we're good to have you back. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some stuff, and also uh, before we're done today, uh, you have a real steps thing we want to talk about as well. Uh, yeah. So excited about that. So we'll get to all that, but uh, first an email. And I said something before I read this, I said something before that I actually don't know if I even mean, but um, I think I have some ADD or ADHD tendencies. I, I've never okay. been uh, as, uh, what's the word, diagnosed as such. Yeah. Um, and I've been I've had uh, evaluations like that, like everyone probably should at some time or another, just to kind of see where your head's at or whatever. And they never said, "Oh, yeah, you're you've you've got this, or you do this, or any of that." So it's p- completely in my head that I do, but I know that <clears throat> I know that I struggle with uh, attention sometimes in ways that I didn't when I was younger. Uh, so, like growing up, I could atten- I could be very attentive. In fact, maybe too much. I would focus on something I was drawing instead of my homework or
3: mm.
0: or whatever. And maybe that's all. This is just an adult version of this where I. I focus on what I want to focus on, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> anyway, so we'll we'll keep that in mind as I read this email uh, that goes like this. It's a little bit older email, but we wanted to finally get around to it. Um, and I think they're okay with us saying their name because it's in this. I, I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Do I do it or not? Do you see I think it? so, yeah. Okay. I,
1: I think, uh, yeah.
0: All right. We'll be all right. Hello, Wendy and the boys. It's your favorite taffy dealer's wife, Lois. Brian, do the Peter voice. Lois.
1: Lo- hello,
0: Lois. There you go. Very, Very well done. Um, I was recently given the diagnosis of ADHD. Some of my friends around me weren't surprised. They thought, I would, uh, they thought I knew, obviously, I didn't. Having a diagnosis and learning more about how my brain works is helpful, but how did I go from 35 years without many therapists or medical professions noticing or testing me for ADHD? Thanks, Lois. Uh, this goes right along with what I was saying about about me, no one ever said so. But maybe if I, you know, I worry that it's a power of suggestion. I go into somebody and go, oh, "I think I might have ADHD. Can you test me for that?" And they go, like, "Oh, sure enough, you do." Like it would be, you know, they would yeah. just find it or something. And I, so I kind of don't want to. But but anyway, Wendy, uh, this is <laughs> this is probably one of those things that goes uh, undiagnosed for a lot of people. I would have to think, but there's also a feeling out there that it gets overdiagnosed. So I would like to know yeah. which we're supposed to believe, and you're going to help us do that.
5: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with this. Uh, Seeing many therapists and medical professionals for many years and not being diagnosed is really easy to do because Mm. first of all, symptoms present slightly differently, especially it's the most obvious in younger children, how it presents in in girls versus boys. It's not a hundred percent. I've seen, you know, a kid who you're like, that is ADD. The second ADHD, the second you see them, it's, so obvious, right? Because of the H part, the hyperactivity part, right? They are bing-ponging around, bing, that's a word, ping bing-ponging.
1: Bing-ponging, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, bing-pong. All around the
5: world. Uh, and they're ju- in the, all around the room and they're just, it's so clear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that, that kid is not going to get missed necessarily, right? But very often young girls present differently. And then as they get into teenage land, it's also presents a little bit differently. It is, It is kind of tricky to catch, actually, if it is not in a traditional presentation, right? So there's the inattentive type. You know, what's interesting is I have a couple clients struggling with ADHD as adults never were diagnosed. And one thing we've done to kind of do some digging and like helping them recognize some of these symptoms in their childhood, because often what happens is they just feel like, well, I was dumb or like I sucked at school or yeah, kids didn't want to play with me sometimes. And they don't have context for what was going on because they were a kid. Maybe some remember mom saying, Gosh, it's like you're driven by your motor or just sit down or, you know, being, you know, their hands smacked a lot or something. They right. have kind of these sort of memories of being uh having some sort of bad mojo going on, but they can't piece it together. So one thing you do is you go through your um childhood if somebody kept them for you, your childhood like teacher evaluations at the end of the year or whatever you know commentary others not only your mom's memory or your dad's memory or something but other people in positions of working with you would have said and so what you often find in those records is always moving around or always daydreaming out the window or you know you can kind of spot some of it looking backwards Mm -hmm. um and how old did she say she was
0: she said 35 I assume that means 35 years of – because she just says 35 years without, you know, therapists or professionals noticing. But I don't know if that means that maybe she's been seeing them for 35 years, but she's actually 45 and for 10 years she saw no one.
5: I don't know. Because that – it matters in time of sort of the different place in history, right? If she was an adult for 35 years, so we're looking at somebody who's 55, then I would not be one bit surprised no one diagnosed her. Right. Because – the category, you know, sort of 40, 40s up and up, you uh, maybe a little older than that. It wasn't really till the 80s that it was being recognized more by pediatricians and seen as a thing and then being treated. You know, I mean, it's been around forever, mm-hmm. but it is not sort of that became part of the zeitgeist moment around then. So then you've got kids at that time who were not falling through the cracks. Etc. But anyone older tends to have fallen through the cracks. Um, And so, what happens? I'll give you an example of a client I saw years and years and years ago. He was about fifty at the time. He was an architect. He just was so much chaos in his life. He couldn't like get anything organized, and felt like he was going to lose his job any minute. And as we're talking and we're going through his marriage was rocky. Stuff was just kind of falling apart. And I said, "So tell me when you feel the best." And what he described was my clue to, oh, this is ADHD that's never been treated. Mm. And what he said was he grew up around uh, Snowbird and Solitude. I think his dad worked there or something, so he could ski all the time. And he said the only time he felt good, felt normal, felt like his thoughts or his head was clear was when he was ripping down a mountain.
0: Oh, interesting.
5: Like – you know, speed that would kill most people. Is right? that, be, like, is that because on. you,
0: is that because you have to focus on that stuff? Like there's no, no. Uh, Oh, all right. No, I don't
5: know. Let me explain. Oh. Um, then yes, sure. You have to like, you die if you don't, I guess there, that's it. It focuses you for
1: sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they have to concentrate a little bit, I guess <laughs>
5: <laughs> we're not a Lindsay Vaughn and we don't, you know, whatever, but like you have to focus short. So it puts your attention into one place. However, um, what it really does, and this is this is why I suspected um, ADHD, was that the time his brain was clearest when, is when he was physically moving quickly. So, if you oh, think of a, a young child with the ADHD,
3: hyperactive
5: yeah. type subtype, yeah. where they are bouncing around the walls, you're you're just thinking, "What well, what are you doing? Just sit down." Well, what happens is is there's a part of the brain in the frontal lobe area which is where our executive functioning is right that's the thing that does thing in things in order is logical makes you know a little more organized like that's just our thinking center right and there's a part that's underperforming in there with when a kid has ADHD and so there's the body will compensate by moving so that's why fidget spinners and all those kinds of things that became sort of um, more mainstream, those have always been a, 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 in the hands, hopefully, you know, at least a, a while now in the hands of kids that struggle with focusing or concentration or other things, because it occupies that part of the brain. Um, we all have a version of this, maybe like you need background music to to study mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like it it takes that a part of the brain that needs something and keeps it occupied. While you do this other task that requires focus and concentration, mm-hmm. so that movement that kid is showing is really trying to compensate for that part of its brain that's under stimulated. That is why then the prescriptions are stimulants, mm-hmm. right? So you give a kid Ritalin um or Adderall. those are stimulants. You know, anyone else taking a stimulant is going to get the buzz of a stimulant. But if you have ADHD, it, what it does is it speeds up that part of the brain. So it catches up and you, your brain, people will describe it as like lifting your head out of fog Mm. or just suddenly your thoughts are clear. And also, so that's what happened with this guy. So he's ripping down the hill skiing all the time. I said, I think you probably have ADHD that's never been diagnosed. He'd never heard that ever. No one had ever suspected that. This is also a person who'd seen doctors his whole life. Mm -hmm. And What it was is he's just compensating so hard for it, right? I mean, architecture school is hard. It it is the death of people. It is not an easy thing to do. And how did he do it? Well, he's compensating like crazy. And and he marries someone who takes care of all the messes and kind of handles all the stuff. And so you can see that, you know, through his life, he kind of figured this out. He was very bright. A lot of folks with ADHD are really bright, but don't think they are because they have to work so hard or concentrate so hard or compensate so hard. Um, or just traditional school is just so difficult because it's for sitting down and listening to one person ramble on in front of you, right? right. While there's distractions everywhere. So it's a really tough situation. Um, anyway, so I said, hey, go talk to your doctor. Don't. I'm not going to tell him what to do, but how about five milligrams of Ritalin? Maybe 10. <laughs> and he, he uh, went and suggested and the guy t- got tested and he clearly has ADHD and then he, you know, this tiny little pill every morning has altered his life because it treats that part of his brain that needs stimulation that hasn't had it. And he could focus and he could do the work.
0: Would he have a problem if you gave him a depressant of some sort? Like in other words, if this dude got, um, I don't know. Well, yeah, alcohol or THC, but maybe even something more over the counter, like, uh, uh, I don't know what would be. <laughs> I can't think of a good one. But let's say something akin to, you know, the heroin side, which is the depressant side. Would that be the, uh, Would that react the opposite with people who are ADHD? No,
5: prone? no, no, it doesn't. It, it And I mean, that's what, so Ritalin, this is why you get focused. So you're just like a college student and you're. Like I want an edge, so you take some Ritalin that you found in the street. I don't know. I'm making up a dumb story. Here.
1: <laughs> some street red, yeah, street, some red. street red,
5: and um, <laughs> and you are now able to knock out your whole paper, right? Like you can, mm. you can focus. You can. It heightens your attention. It does make you a little bit buzzed, right? Like you are, and you can get a lot of crap done, which is why it's abused, yeah, right? Yeah, it's also abused because. According to a friend of mine once, he sniffed some and he said he felt like God. So clearly, <laughs> it's, got, it's got some good stuff in it, right? And this, yeah. Listen, and, and this is...
1: I've already sold. You don't need to try and sell
5: yeah. me on it. Okay. Now, what else you can do with this? You get it out of the street. <laughs> okay. Clearly, I'm very uh, good at drug talk. But anyway, so this this is the idea, though, is that it, it does this particular thing and just makes them feel normal. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't, that drug does not do that to other people. That is to me that always the telltale sign they have ADHD. Like if they take five milligrams and they're like, oh, you're like, okay, well, I think we got the right diagnosis. And unlike other medications, like antidepressants or whatnot, you have to build that up in the system for them to to be effective and to be at a therapeutic dose. Whereas Ritalin is every single day is a new day. Yeah. it processes it out. They have developed, you know, sort of the um extended release so kids can make it through the afternoon. Um, it is a game changer for so many. So I wanted to start this conversation with how pro diagnosis I am about ADHD and medication. And I will tell you why I'm not that way about literally anything else.
0: I know. I was, I was just going to say for those wondering, like, is Wendy suddenly, uh, you know, biotech, uh, whatever? No, she's not normally at all. Like that's so. This is yeah. interesting. So continue. No,
5: and and it's mainly because I've never seen anything work as effectively as medication does. And I have, I've, you know, gone to trainings, know how to pay, help people. There are specialists that do this all the time, behavioral. And there are definitely things you can do behaviorally to improve. Um, all of us can, right? Like everyone could benefit from some ADHD, like rejiggering your life because we have filled our lives with, we've created our own version, which we'll get to in a second. But, um, I, and I've seen a lot of stuff there, but I've never seen anything like what that little pill can do to a brain that just needs to have a break. And it just allows them to focus and get something done. And here's why I care mostly about this. Um, It goes, it's definitely not, I'm not a fan of, I don't think diagnoses are all that helpful. They're instructive if they tell us how to help you, but they're not. And I hate insurance. Can you tell all my issues are showing Mm -hmm. up here? But anyway, so it's this idea though, that it's a way to understand yourself in the world and 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 work with it and the younger you can do that the more heartache you can avoid Mm. because what i have had a lot of experiences with is meeting these people later later in life they were never diagnosed they never got help they have they are absolutely convinced they're dumb they are absolutely convinced that they are not good in relationships they're absolutely convinced all these different things and if you take attention and focus and and I should really clarify, hyper focus, where you can play a video game or paint one of your miniatures for 17 hours straight, that does not mean you have good focus. That means you have hyper focus. Mm,
1: that means I'm avoiding And That something also else. Ruins,
5: <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> You're ruins avoiding really other good. things. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, that's no, not so that's that, that's true, more true than either of us would like to admit, but yes. I know, yeah,
5: I know. No, and no, part no. of that though, if you if you think about what hyperfocus ultimately is, is you know. The the industries that want our focus have specialized in figuring out how to keep it and sustain it and have created hyper-focus, right? So go pre-TV era or back when your TV show was on only at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> and what, what was hyper-focusing then? Well, maybe it was building some project in the whatever. Like you could find – there were definitely ways you could see people hyper-focusing. Yeah. Now there are people who don't have ADHD – who hyperfocus all the time, um, partly because things have been training their brain to do so. So that leads to this idea. Okay. So, so I am pro get yourself diagnosed. You can't, I, I get the over-diagnosis thing like that kid sucks. So I let's slap this label on him and give him a pill. And I get that if that has been your experience, I don't want to discount that. But I also think we're pretty quick to think a bunch of professionals out there are just like getting their jollies off of doing bad work. They mm-hmm. are not. Yeah. They are not like, you know what, that kid's annoying. Let's give him a diagnosis and a pill. And now, has that happened once or twice? I'm sure it has. Um, just like anything has happened. But for the most part, you you there's some testing. You gotta figure it out. There are now brain scans that are incredible. I've had a few clients go to um uh, I think I mentioned this on the show before, but if you live in Salt Lake and you wonder if you have attention deficit issues then go to the attention clinic it's in oh where is that area like 30th south and anyway
1: is it
0: down
5: i
1: always get distracted when i try and find that place
5: (laughs) 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 don't even know where it is yeah anyway so that place will they will scan your brain and help you out but they this brain scans i've seen a few of them are pretty cool because it's showing you doing different tasks what how your brain lights up and what it does
0: it's in Murray, it by the way, at Fashion Boulevard in Murray. So out by Fashion Place Mall. That's area. where it
5: is. Yeah. Wow. So, um, and it is like you can see what the brain is doing. So you can see a brain that does not have ADHD during a task where you're supposed to focus on something you don't really want to or whatever mm-hmm. versus a ADHD brain. It is like someone spilled paint all over the the paper, like every single thing is lighting up like oh, wow. get me out of here <laughs>
2: wow. right
5: and so when you feel like wow i am not like that kid sitting next to me or this person just seems so organized yes there's a there's a variety of people's level of organizations and you can always find that right but then there is something else and and this usually has some indication of um you know kind of a lifelong struggle and there's usually looking in your past you can kind of see hints to this um and off, often there's sort of can be trails of relationships that haven't worked out awesomely. Um, one time I send a couple to an ADHD marriage support group.
3: Oh, oh ooh. All and right.
5: because <laughs> it's not always easy to be married to someone with ADHD. Yeah. Because they may just seem like a jerk sometimes, but really mm-hmm. they just forgot or They didn't hear you when you were talking. I mean, you think of how that impacts a a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And so they show up to this um, support group and every single person there had already been divorced and was still meeting. (laughs) (laughs) So it was no longer a marriage support group. It was a, it didn't work out problem. Um, Anyway, but just because it's really tough. There's some good books on that. I think one is called, uh, is it ADHD or is he a jerk? something like that, you know, where you can kind of start to see, whoa, there are patterns here. And and here's the power to this. The power is not, okay, now you have a label. um, Great. Now use that as your excuse for everything. It's not. It's about, all right, what do I have to do to, to compensate in ways that don't exhaust you and ruin your life, right? How can I, you know, put things in place to make my life run smoother? You know, do I try medication or not? You can just have some better motor- open conversations and then, follow where the treatment can take you as opposed to not knowing Mm. which leads to everyone else right because at this point i bet both of you could can describe adhd symptoms that you both have right
0: oh yeah Mm -hmm. i totally could
5: okay so let me turn my computer back on (laughs) Okay, i'm gonna read i'm gonna read a couple yeah so right now we're talking about adults okay so if you're listening to this and you think oh my my kid has it you need a Child psychologist to evaluate your child. The pediatrician can do that. But like all doctors who are not specialized, either they are, they should be sub-specialized in ADHD or get a referral to a clinic or a place that does, you're going to just save yourself so much time. Um, Okay. So we're going to talk about adults though for a second here. Mm -hmm. All right. Do you guys have... Yes. (laughs) Yes. Do, you, do you, <laughs> Yes. Do you? Sorry. Sorry. Do you make careless mistakes and lack attention to detail?
1: Um. Oh,
5: that's
0: I have. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't. That's if this was fine. a scale, like if you said it from one to five, I'd say mm. three, two, two three. Two. Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Difficulty sustaining attention.
0: Uh. Four. That I'd put it like a four out of five. Pretty high for me. <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> Does not seem to listen when spoken to directly. What? <laughs> <laughs> so <it's a> five.
0: <laughs> Brian's got Brian's workshop and his his uh, next standup. I uh, can't wait. It's coming. <laughs> uh, it's really good. It's a, a whole ADHD special. Give me that last one yeah. again. What was it again?
5: Yeah, fails to uh, does not seem to listen when spoken to directly. Okay, so
0: Kim Kim accuses me of this constantly.
1: Yeah.
5: Okay. So the answer is yes. The, and that's the answer is yes. The, the answer is what was that one
1: again? I think the answer yeah. is out Well, no, yes.
0: I forgot it because I was thinking of your joke and it was funny. That's different.
5: exactly. It doesn't mean there's not a reason you're distracted. You just are it just distracted. distracted.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah. And also, you brought up something important. Like, what do the people around you say? Is you may I not be you doing that? Hearing that? Or, yeah. Right. They think are my hearing's
0: listening? going. They're like. Do you need a hearing aid? Like, they'll hearing aid me. Because the other thing I do is, like, it's not so much that I won't hear what they say, even though it appears I'm paying attention, but it's, like, going through me. Sometimes I hear what they say, but my brain makes it weird. Like, they'll say... Uh, will someone get the door, they'll say,
1: <laughs> you hear a weird, a weird combination of the words they were saying, but yeah. in a different order or, yeah. together. or I'll,
0: or yeah. I'll, or I'll make up my own meaning or my own version of the word. If they say someone's at the door, I'll say there's a car on the floor. You know, I'll just, I'll come up yeah. with the alternate rhyming version of it or something. And Kim will look at me and go, "Yeah, I set a car on the f-. like." She's just a really annoying. Yeah, that's enough. the that's
1: the Cockney version of uh, of ADHD, by the
0: way.
5: <laughs> it is what Cockney is, by the way. Just nothing but that. <laughs> it really is, yeah. So yeah, okay, so that I is very yeah, funny. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so Scott, if she were less patient and actually needed you to follow through on answering the door, like you can imagine that being problematic, right?
0: Yeah. But I can do this where, you know, well, I notice I do it and I'll go, okay, hold on. And I'll, and I'll square up my eyes, look at her in the face and say, sorry, go ahead. Tell me again. And I'll get, I'll take care <laughs> of whatever. And then it works out fine. Like I can make it, it's not like I can't yeah. do it. It's like, there's just a part of me that in a casual way doesn't do it. And then I, <laughs> and then I'd say something dumb or weird. And I admit sometimes I do it just because I'm like, uh, pandemic man, this that and the other oh there's a car on the floor like i'm just kind of like mm-hmm. blowing everything off and and i and i don't know January, what to call that January. yeah i don't know what to call that so
5: okay all right Kate, we're gonna keep going here fails to follow through on tasks and instructions
0: uh that depends um i don't know that i think i actually do that okay I'm pretty good at tasks, and
1: I'm I'm probably pretty bad at that. I'll feed, you know I'll, I'll sit down be like oh I need to email so and so, and I'll start drafting an email, and then I'll hear a like a computer that I'm working on for one of my other freelance things will chime in the other room. I'll go over there to reset it to start its next next task, and then to come back to do the email. No, I see that the table has a package that needs to go out. So I'll start putting a package together. And then I finally come back to the email. I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is what I was doing initially. Like I get, I have like a to-do list and I kind of attack the to-do list, uh, all simultaneously instead of one right after another. Yeah. I can
0: relate to that. I think I do that as well. And there's also just this, um, it depends on the importance of it. Like I get really hyper-focused if it's like, this client needs this and i need it right now and yeah. here's what they need yeah. and and you get it done there's mo- there's there's other external motivations on that to to make sure that stuff gets done but if it's for stuff for myself like the, I, I was saying to somebody the other day the reason i can't do audiobooks anymore i can read no problem give me a book open it read right. it focused getting it all loving it uh, don't miss a beat but do an audiobook version of that even if it's read by the greatest readers of audiobooks in the history of the world I immediately lose focus mm-hmm. every yeah, and time. Then it's like ten minutes later, and you can't remember all the things you just heard. Yeah, and I don't know why. And then I got to rewind. Sometimes I hate. I freaking hate that.
5: Are you, are you way- <laughs> still and listening?
0: Sometimes, sometimes
1: I'm walking. It doesn't matter. It's all
5: whenever I need I've to
0: do
1: tried. Audio in the VR headset because then it can be like completely oh. black or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or or at least or like war, roaring fire. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Or the or the story guess, that would just be a TV <laughs> she, TV show, Wendy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's true. But I don't have this problem, by the way, with like uh, podcasts or uh, like, uh, you know, some NPR show or something where they're, they're telling oh, really. a, a, a thing or documentary style stuff. No problem. Yeah. It's uh, just books. Just it's like books. narrative books.
5: Interesting. And I don't okay. know why.
0: I hate it. It drives me freaking nuts.
5: It's like conversations you hardly listen to. Yeah, yeah. it is like that. Same pace.
0: And yeah. so when people are okay. like, oh, you remember that one part? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't like remember the, that at all. The
5: whole point. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. We're going to just, let me fly through these. I'm not going to ask you anymore. So everyone, stop talking. Okay. We get
1: are distracted. <laughs> yeah.
5: Exhibits poor organization.
1: Yeah.
5: Avoids dislike tasks requiring sustained mental effort. Oh boy. Loses things necessary for tasks or activities. Oh boy. Easily distracted, <laughs> including unrelated <laughs> thoughts.
1: Yeah, it's So glad you're not asking point. us. Yeah. If we have
5: these, <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I'm really glad you're it's skimming now. In daily activities. No,
0: this is good. Keep skimming.
5: Okay. So that's inattention. That's the inattention subtype. Then there's the hyperactivity impulsivity subtype. So the hyperactivity often, uh, you know, that's kind of what we think of as the typical presentation, especially in kids, right? But impulsivity, I mean, how this lasts into adulthood is kind of interesting. So here's the adult version of Hyperactive impulsivity, fidgets with or taps hands or feet, squirms in seat. I do that. Leave seed in yep. situations when remaining seat it seated is expected.
0: No, I never do that.
3: No.
5: Experiences feelings of restlessness. Always. Mm-hmm. Has difficulty engaging in quiet, leisurely activities.
1: Um
0: uh, difficulty? No, I
5: kinda
1: look forward to those. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll like you know, you brought up the painting miniatures. That is my zen lately, and I'll I'll have a song playing and the song will end and I'll be so focused on what I'm doing that it'll half an hour will go by and I'll realize I don't have any music or any other sounds going mm. on. It's like I kind of right. live for that. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, you're both old. Okay. Is on the go <laughs> or acts if driven by a motor. So that can be adults. You've seen adults who are yeah. seem like they're driven by a motor talks excessively, blurts out answers, has difficulty waiting their turn. Yes.
0: No, oh, that's a hundred percent. me. <laughs>
5: That's you, Wendy. That's you too,
0: by the way. That's kind of you and me both in our, at least in our family upbringing, (laughs) we always talk about how if there's any quiet moment or someone doesn't know what to say, or there's an awkward pause, it's impossible for Wendy and I not to start talking. We just have to.
1: Oh yeah, we just have to. And my mom mom has that. And it's uh, like, we'll drive, we'll take these long hour and a half drives to brush and Tim and I'll just be like kind of quietly enjoying the weather. And my mom's like, so um, you know, I knitted something the other day. Or, yeah. oh, have you watched that Netflix thing? It's like a, a Squid Hunger game thing. Yeah. And, you know, she'll just talk, you know, automatically. Like the
0: only that. the only person I'm comfortable being really quiet with for extended periods of time in a car or whatever is Kim because I, sure. for whatever reason, she just is the only person I can do that with. And we can talk just as easily too, but there's never that weird pressure I feel when there's silence somewhere else. Now, Brian may not remember this. And I've told the story before. But you were there. <laughs> you and a bunch of other nerdtacular people came over to our house the night before the event. I think it was 2011's. So you were at the house and we made food and Kim's there making food and stuff and we all hung out and it was Tom and you and Eileen and Eric was there and uh, I think the spags and anyway, a whole bunch of people were at the house and we were eating something that was on a paper plate. Kim made pie or something. Don't remember what it was, not the important part. And everyone's talking, lots of talk, lots of talk and shop. Some of us had only met each other for the first time in this environment, physically mm-hmm. and in person. And so it was like this really lots of lots of talk. And then at one point, like this happens in everybody's social circles at some point, whatever, for whatever reason, everything comes to a screeching halt conversation wise. And just nobody has a follow up. Nobody has an add on. It just goes quiet for a second. And, for, and I mean, literally, maybe a second is all I gave it before I went watch this. My dog's afraid of plates. And I put a plate on the door and the floor in front of the dog to show everybody how the dog hates plates. And it was a hundred percent. This emergency mode thing of like, that's silence. We can't have that. Look what my dog does to a plate. Like I just was, and I, and I even in myself, I saw how ridiculous it was. Like, it's like, what are you freaking doing?
5: That's like awesome. It's horrible. Everyone's like, oh, good. He saved us from that awkwardness. I know. <laughs> 4.5 seconds.
0: That void has <laughs> to be filled. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so close to that. I think that's why it shocked me, because I may as well have just said, look, my thumb's missing. My thumb's missing or whatever, you know? Like, it was so stupid. And at the same time, I realized then that that was just going to be my fate. I can't do quiet or I can't do... I mean, it's actually been a – it benefits me in a podcast way in and in, in a show construction way because yeah. if yeah. if things go south with an interviewee or things aren't whatever, I can fill. I can do it. It's like a thing I can do, but I also think maybe it comes from this other weird place, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. like
5: slipping around in your head. Okay, so I want you to do this. If anyone is listening and going, do I have this? It's me. I want you to go to this website. I could just uh, – Put it in
1: the... Ooh,
0: do you know how to copy and
5: paste?
1: Chat? Yeah. You know
5: um, how- I put another my announcement in there too, but I'll just stick it in there. So it's uh, qandadhd.com. And it's the criteria for adult ADD. And yeah. they probably have a children's one in there as well. Yeah. And there's all these sort of self-administered tests that kind of walk you through what to expect. Because I think sometimes people are like, well, I don't know. I probably have a thing. We'll see. I don't know. What do I do about it? So obviously you can bring it up to your regular doctor and see what they would suggest. You could take some of these things and say, oh, wow, like it looks like I meet a lot of this criteria. Mm -hmm. And then it would be interesting maybe to follow up. But you got to look at your life. Like, is this causing problems? Now, everyone is a little distracted. Everyone. I think, Brian, your description of walking around and finding the new thing to do Uh everywhere you go. I just feel like that is modern life. Yeah, Well, on some level, but, um, but it's, but it's probably
1: definitely. this modern life. Like it's yes. modern life yes. because of this. Exactly.
5: Yeah. And so are you, are you, is it harming you? And this is where I would argue everyone is in trouble with these kinds of things for this reason. The harm comes from burning out or the harm comes from feeling crappy, you don't ever get anything done, right? Like that Mm -hmm. never get anything done. And if you're beating yourself up, or you feel worthless, like, there's some cyclical, dangerous sort of inner world stuff that can happen from some of this. Someone else might be like, wow, I just ran around all day like got nothing really effective, whatever, I'll start tomorrow. Okay, great. Well, this isn't a problem for you, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, if you are having trouble, if there's troubles in your relationship, if you are you know, you know, you're kind of bright enough, but it doesn't seem to pan out ever. And you're feeling some of these symptoms we described and the disorganization or like you just can't stay on task or whatever. It might be worth talking to your doctor about and getting it ruled out because if it's ruled out and that's not what it is, well, there's some lifestyle behavior changes anyone can do, which is, you know, priming your brain a little differently in the morning. The second you wake up, if you're on your phone scrolling, you have just primed your reward center of your brain to want bits of dopamine.
0: Oh right? gosh, dang it. I did that this morning. Gosh, dang it.
5: Yeah. I, see I got clearly. up. You I literally tell, I,
0: I got up, I grabbed my phone just to see if I missed any messages overnight. Why do I need to do that? I don't need to do that.
5: You no. don't. And what would help is if it like shocked you like if it just (laughs) literally shocked you touching
1: your phone for the first 20 minutes of the day just zaps you
5: and then eventually you either fight through the pain or you wait until the timer goes off and the the shock stops and then you can do your thing but you haven't done other things to prime your brain for a slower reward day and so that can be you know i and i Name one person that's not doing this. Like this is everyone. Mm
3: -hmm. So
5: if you are feeling burned out, yes, it's because of a pandemic. But it is also because we are feeding ourselves sort of, you know, dopamine all the time. And so we really are rewarding behaviors that are quick changing attention. So we're train. It's like we're all in the Olympics for ADHD and we are training and we will get there if we just keep flipping around. And, you know, I, I read a funny tweet the other day. It was just like, if it was written like if screens are bad why i feel so good when i hold little screen in hand and also look at big screen you know <laughs> yeah. like why does this feel so good
3: yeah well why it feels yeah. so
5: good and why you do it is that you're getting surface you're giving surface attention and you're getting dopamine back yeah the things that are meaningful to us and this is why focus and concentration and getting something done in in the bigger sense of things that's our biggest dopamine hit that's we accomplish something that's that I, you know, kind of value as a person. But if I can never focus long enough to do one of those things, it, it's it's pretty damaging to our self-esteem. Yeah. Which is really my big kick about ADHD is that if you had it undi- diagnosed, there has been an impact on you probably. And unpacking that can be really valuable.
0: Yeah. And it's not like, you know, and it's a scale as usual, right? Everything's scaled. There's no like you know, I don't like anything in life. freaking COVID. You got, you either got a bad case, a, a mild case, a long COVID case, a death case. Like it's like, um, what's the other, oh like autism. It's got a giant scale and you can't just like lump everybody into one little hole. So, uh, so yeah, I guess that's why it's doing these things would be a good idea. So you can figure out what little, uh, what little category you inhabit.
5: Yeah. And if you want to, which would be really fun is if you went to the attention clinic, Scott, and, and live streamed it and then also showed us your brain scan. That'd be cool.
0: <laughs> That's some kind of ADD activity there though.
5: HIPAA aside, we want to see what your brain looks like trying to focus. Everything is cool?
0: content. Yep. Yeah. Why not? Uh, well I look forward to my, my, I look forward to my ADD diagnosis selfies. They'll be coming soon. Watch for that patrons. Uh, all right. Well, before we go, uh, Wendy, you got something cool coming up. Um, I did,
5: I sent the link in the, uh, the old, uh, chat there, the
0: old chat there. I'm going to open it, it says, up here. Adam
5: yeah. steps. It's time to party virtually. I'm not sure why it says Adam, but anyway, Adam is ready to party <laughs> probably cause he's the author, but anyway, probably, uh, go to the yeah. link. And what it. It, we are doing on the 31st of January, because real steps, you know, like you start your your New Year's resolution January 1st, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of our methodology. You never, ever would start on January 1st. So you start January right. 31st. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's just a party and it's free and it's all the people who have been involved. And then anyone you want to invite to get a it just will give you a taste of what we do. Um, and it'll be fun. And there's some prizes and it's going to be a good time. Yeah. So do you'll
0: have good internet that day, right? You'll have good internet. I
5: really hope so. I will yeah. plan to be nowhere, but
0: <laughs> you're not going to gonna be, router. you're not going to be in, uh, where were you? You were in Tennessee or Nashville. something. That's Ashe- mm-hmm. oh, right. Nashville.
5: I mean, they don't even have internet. In no,
0: industry. it's all country music and barbecue. What do they know down there?
5: Oh, the barbecue was good.
0: Yeah. but Yeah. No,
5: it's, uh, it should, so it should be fun. So go to that link to just sign up and say you're coming or not. And you can you can come. It'll be a big Zoom group, right? And you can mute your camera and your thing. There's no reason to show your cute faces yet, but you know you can just come just hang kind out, of get a taste, see if it's interesting to you, and see if we can be helpful. All right, you know, go check guys. it
0: out. It's at realsteps.org. There's a this story is linked there in the. You uh, guys have like a little blog area, right, or something? Hold on, where is it? Uh, trying to make it easier for people to get to. Well, anyway, if you don't, we'll put it up on the, you know what, we'll put it up on our Twitter as well, just in case it's hard to find, um, outside of people who are in our chat room right now for people at home listening, uh, realsteps.org is the place to go. And, uh, that sounds awesome. Very cool, Wendy. Uh, I hope your week is going well and that, uh, your attention is not in the deficit. It's not in the red, That it's in the black. Uh, is that how you'd say it? I don't know. Do we owe, do we owe some attention if we have attention deficit? I guess we do.
1: Yeah, there's a deficit, right? Exactly. Do we do, do we
0: raise hard. the ceiling on the def on the attention deficit every time? <laughs> right. Yes. Not close down Otherwise, the government. Otherwise, there's a shutdown. Yeah, they close down shutdown. the whole uh, <laughs> the whole government. Of my brain shuts down. Yeah, All right. right. December. Have oh. a great week, and we'll see you next time. See you, Wendy. All right. Yeah, I totally have some form of this.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Probably I not. Right to the treatment page of that uh, e- that uh, website she gave us. Yeah. And there's nothing I can buy on Amazon. I'm afraid. I was <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, give me a link to some Focusall or yeah. something like that. Focusin. Focusin.
0: Ooh, focusin. ask your doctor if focusin's right for you.
1: Exactly. Side effects of focusin include
0: small uh, shriveled penis. Small shriveled, barely there penis. <laughs> um all right that's it for that we're gonna get out of here before we do though a couple of quick notes here um yeah. we got some shows coming up and i uh, wanted to mention that tonight uh well let's t- let's talk about afternoon first so coverville today what's sure. going on
1: this afternoon coverville uh tribute to ronnie specter uh of the uh, ronettes uh Sad, sad to lose her yesterday. So we're gonna have a little tribute set for stuff that uh, the Ronettes did. Uh, Kings of Leon lead singer is celebrating a birthday this week. Also, lead singer of Prefab Sprout. If you, if you're familiar with some weird. UK new wave bands that never really made it over here Prefab Sprout is a great one um, one of their albums produced by Thomas Dole be my favorite of their albums Jordan the Comeback and lead singer is a guy named Paddy McAloon and he's having a birthday so Prefab Sprout Kings of Leon and Ronnie Spector today 1pm Mountain Time twitch.tv slash Coverville
0: uh, if anyone out there doesn't know the name Ronnie Spector if you're too young or whatever yeah. uh, okay. think of the 80's song by what's his name Can't think of Eddie his name. Money Eddie Money hey,
1: Take, take me home tonight. Where take he name checks her, and Just she comes out like and sings. And she sings. She gets in there. She sings. Yeah, yeah. she's in there. and That was my first introduction sings, to her because I, I didn't. She know about sings it. the refrain from the Ronettes' song "Be My Baby" in that song.
0: Yeah, she's, it was. It was my first introduction to her, and then I went back and I went, "Oh, look at all this cool stuff she's she did." She's the voice yeah. of the '60s, as far as I'm concerned. In a bit, been yeah, a pretty meaningful. Certainly way.
1: one of them, right? Yeah, For sure. Really, really so, good. Uh, And then watch me play uh, Astroneer. Get my first taste of No Man's Light.
0: (laughs) Yeah, No Man's Light. Uh, It'll be great. Uh, Core, tonight, speaking of video games, uh, was able to get my hands on a uh, PS4, or PS5, rather, and a copy of... uh, Freaking, what's it called? Ghost of Tsushima, the uh, the edition that's PS5-ready. Anyway been playing
1: that five now look at you yeah,
0: got a got a source uh pretty excited uh he knows who he is out there he's one of our listeners thank you again source i don't nice. know if he wants me saying anyway i'm very excited about it because now we have <laughs> i can actually have a more authoritative take on this generation by having all the consoles for this generation which is what i try to do <laughs> for shows right. like core yeah. so anyway yeah. a lot to say about that but also plenty of other things uh on core that's tonight uh, with me, John and Bo You can check us out at 5pm Mountain Time If you want to watch it live at frogpants.tv Or you can check the podcast out wherever you get your shows And a reminder that uh, Film Sack is happening this weekend We will be doing Ah shit, what are we doing?
1: Batman Begins Why do I keep
0: forgetting that? Batman Begins 2005 uh, beginning of Nolan, Christopher Nolan's take on the Batman universe So that's uh, this weekend yeah. Should be fun uh, quick shout out to listener Matt Johnson, Matthew Johnson. Not my brother, Matt, but the other Matthew Johnson, uh, an artist and cool dude in our community who uh, who had an eye thing happen, and he's in the middle yeah. of some like some surgeries, exploratories and stuff to get it figured out. Uh, eyes are important, man, and I just feel for him, having dealt with my own issues with my own eyes, and uh, just wanted to give him a shout out and wish him the best as he... Uh, uh, it's looking good, by the way. The, uh, uh, the doctor good. felt pretty good about what they what they dug around for and it seems like he's going to be okay but it's going to take a while uh he's a he's a rad dude so best of luck in his direction uh that's it for the show uh reminder we get paid by you you're our bosses so pay us patreon.com slash tms the morning at gmail.com if you have stuff to say and if you need anything else it's all linked and housed over there at frogpants.com slash tms okay brian we're out of here do you have a song at the end
1: Well, yes, and uh, speaking of eyes, uh, Baldur wrote in and said, Hello, Scooby and Benji. I am legally blind. And this January 14th, I turned 48. The last year and a half for me has been incredible for many reasons. In the summer of 2020, I got the news that my application for a guide dog had been accepted. And in September 2020, Nova came into my life and changed it completely. She's a yellow Labrador retriever, and she's amazing. By the way, there's a link in yesterday's end of show stuff scott from instagram if you want to show a picture of uh of the day he met nova what's the instagram account again one more time it's uh well it's in our show notes for oh it's yesterday. in the notes go to yesterday's end of show stuff cuz i accidentally put it in there
0: oh okay so we just didn't say it yesterday okay I well i
1: forgot it. i forgot that i was putting it on today so i'm like oh yeah i'll put that
0: no worries here it is
1: you'll find it while I read yeah uh, for many years I've struggled with depression and anxiety living in Iceland where the darkest winters only have about four hours of sunlight I didn't go out much as I didn't see anything in the dark or in the Sun for that matter for my vision the best weather conditions are gray skies it took me years to accept my limitations and about 10 years ago I started to use a white cane to help me get around that finally opened my eyes pun intended to assistive technologies and how blind and visually impaired should be using these tools for help it Encouraged me to apply for a guide dog. Today, I also work at the Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Iceland as an accessibility and assistive technology consultant.
0: This dog is uh, gorgeous. I want this dog. You look I so know, nice. isn't
1: she a sweetie? Look at her. Oh yeah. man, that's uh, great. and Uh, After Nova came into my life, she's helped me immensely. We go everywhere together. Weather conditions are no longer a limitation when going outside, although COVID sometimes is. We go for walks every day and listen to TMS. Well, she works and guides me around as I listen to TMS. It's had an incredible effect on my mental and physical health. I've always lived alone, and having someone in your life that you love so deeply and also loves you back so unconditionally has been incredible. I'm looking forward to the coming years of adventures with Nova as we learn to navigate this world together. Could you play us a song on the Thursday show on January 13th. I always listen to the podcast the next day when we go for a walk, so I would hear it on my birthday. I'll just uh, let Brian find me a good corny song about friendship or something like that. I've been a TMS (laughs) listener since it started and a Frog Pants listener since way back in the ELR days. Thank you guys for all the positivity and joy you give, and I'm looking forward to continuing to listen for many more years. Kind regards. Baldur, Uh, good luck pronouncing that from Iceland. I hope I pronounced it right.
0: That's awesome. (laughs)
1: Uh, P.S., uh, there's a photo, blah, blah, blah. There you go. All right, so uh, a good corny song about friendship. Well, how about a good horny song? Well, maybe that's not the right word about friendship. Uh, I'm talking about brass instruments, those kind of horns. What I don't know what you were thinking, yeah. horny people. Horny people. Um, this is a cover of the Randy Newman song for Toy Story, You've Got a Friend in Me, performed by Bonorama, my, probably my favorite uh, brass band. Certainly my favorite named bass band. Oh, like uh, by trombones. I get I get it. Okay. Like trombones, exactly. Okay. Bonorama. And here's their cover of You've Got a Friend in Me.
4: You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. Friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead in your mind. Nice warm bed, and just remember what your old said. you've got a friend in me. 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 You got troubles, well I've got them too. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you We stick together and we see it through Cause you've got a friend in me Yeah, you've got a friend in me Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am Bigger and stronger too But none of them will ever our friendship will never die you're gonna see it's a destiny cause you've got a friend in me Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am Bigger and stronger too, maybe But none of them will ever love you the way I do It's me and you, boy And as the years go by Our friendship will never die You're gonna see it's our destiny Cause you've got a friend in me and yeah, you've got a friend in me. Yeah, you've got a friend in me.
0: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Choose one large enough for Johnny to see from the back row. Oh, okay.